Hello, 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 and welcome back to my podcast, Talking to Myself. Today is a subject. Today is my first ever video podcast. Holy shit. How does it feel? Vulnerable? Vulnerable, yeah, I would say so. Um, I've always wanted to do, like, a video podcast, and I've never known, like, how to do it. And we bought a really nice... It wasn't really nice, but it was like a twenty dollar um, microphone today, and I figured like I went through all these processes on this stupid app just to get it to work, and it was not working whatsoever. So I was like, "Okay, whatever." But welcome back to my podcast, talking to myself. Uh, today we're going to be talking about being gay in America and how it affects our mental health. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know? I don't know what it's like. You're not a full-blown lesbian at all? I don't even know what queer is. LGB. LP. LTCQ. Alright. So, this is Riley, my girlfriend. Uh, We've been together for about, what, nine months now? Nine months and about seven days. And we're going to basically be talking about our coming out stories, how being a gay affects our mental health and our lives so let's just get right into it when did you know that you were gay you see i never had like the big shabam like the big like i'm gay it was kind of just like something that was there okay um i mean i feel like i come out okay i have to come out daily right so i mean just never had an attraction to guys just never had an attraction to guys. I feel like I... So, I, my entire life, has been straighter than a fucking line. Like, or so I thought, at least. I thought I was so gay. Um, I thought I was so straight. And, you know, I was this Christian-loving, hardcore, God-loving girl. And I was just like, let's go crazy. So I went crazy for a little bit. And after co- out of college, I had this friend, her name was Courtney, and she had already, like, been established as being bisexual. So I was like, okay. Um, and we got really drunk la- one night. It was me, Bailey. Last night. Not last night, but <laughs> it was me, Bailey, and Courtney. And we were all in the car. We were going to Club Rodeo, which is, like, this club here in town. Oh, my gosh. She was, she leaned forward and she was like, do you want to kiss me? I was like, sure. No homo. No homo at all. And so I kissed her and I was like, oh my God. I had this like, like my stomach lit up with fucking butterflies. And it was like just this feeling that I've never had before. And I was like, hold on. So I was like, can you kiss me again? I literally asked her to kiss me one again. More time, one more time. One more time. One more time. So I kissed her again. And then after that day, I just kind of started questioning myself. Like, I have never had a kiss that felt that good. And so I started, like, exploring. I didn't. I never explored. Like, I never got on girl tender or anything. But I started questioning myself a lot. Like, hey do I really have an attraction to men or was it just an unhealthy obsession with the fact that they were giving me attention? And do I really like women? 
So I started asking myself that question like all the time. And then finally one day I was like, I fucking love women. Like I just love women. I love the way they look. I love the way they smell. I love their hair. I love their pretty faces. I fucking love them. And then um, it was one night I was with my friend Hannah Sweely and we got so plastered. I got so plastered and we were, we went to club rodeo again and I was sitting in the parking lot and I drunk called my parents and they were drunk too, luckily. But I remember just looking like calling them and telling them, Hey, I'm bisexual. And then there, and my mom was like, you're what? Cause she, you know, she was you worship the devil. You worship the devil. You like Satan. You like little boys? Um, you like little girls? <laughs> little boys. Um, but I remember calling her and I was like, hey, I'm bi. And she said, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm bi. And she said, what does that mean? And I'm like, I like guys and I like girls. And she was just like, we'll talk about this later. And then they just hung up laughing. And I was like, well, could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. But yeah, that's pretty much how I came out to my parents. And then when I fully came out to my family, it was actually my sister Taylor. Love Taylor. Love Taylor. I was at her house and she asked me just plain out. She was just like, so do you like girls? And I was like, and I hadn't talked to anybody in my family at that point, just my parents. And so, of course, my mom and my sister Taylor have a buddy-buddy relationship. So, of course, they would tell each other. But, yeah, she told Taylor. That's how, and then I just ended up telling my entire family that I like girls. And then, like, a month later, or not even a month later, I switched my Tinder over to women. And then I found Riley. I'm just saying, you kind of put me in, like, the worst position. What was it, like, two months? Not even two months. And mm -hmm. it's like, hey, let's hang out. This is my entire fucking family. Like, okay, it's like baby steps, but no, you just jumped in the deep end. Listen. You set me up for failure. When I am... My family is fucking crazy. I will say that. My family is insane. And when my family gets together, we call it Clarkanian, Clarkanian events. Because my, like, we are loud, we are boisterous, we cause a havoc. We're not mean to anybody. We just love talking to each other and talking really loud. And we don't really give a shit what other people think. So the first time that Riley met my family was during the summer. And we had a redneck kind of water slide almost at my friend, family friend's house. And so he had set up this big tarp going into this deep little pit that was full of water and he had like ran a, a water hose on it all day so it was so slippery and i was just like and my family was talking to me and they had said why doesn't Riley just come out here like we can all meet her and i was just like really and they were like yeah why don't why doesn't she just come out here and so i was texting riley and i was like hey do you want to meet my whole family <laughs> And she was like, uh, no, no, I don't want to, but she, she ended up coming out anyways and it was pretty awkward, but we had a good time. At least I had a good time. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I know I just kind of like threw you into it. I mean, it, I wasn't, it wasn't really awkward. Um, I just 
didn't really talk. It was just more like I threw you into the pack of wolves and was like, here you go. Yeah, and they were really hungry, so they just. Well, they're ate also me up. really drunk too. Um, I know I drank all the way there. I was like, I gotta do something. <laughs> I gotta get a little dizzy. I gotta not be here mentally. Okay, what label did you put on yourself when you came out, or when you realized that you were gay? Um, here's the thing. Like, like I said, I'm like the most just lame, boring person. I didn't have like this huge. I'm, I'm gay. Because mm-hmm. it's like still to this day, I still gotta like let my mom know, like, hey, I still like women. Um, yeah, yeah, you have to like remind your mom every time you come over that you like women. Yeah, and I'm, your grandma. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, that's the story. Um, what was I? Yeah, I just remember telling my mom. I was like, how would you feel like if if I like girls? Like if I was gay? The only thing that came out of her mouth was, as long as you're not. <laughs> Oh, wait. As long as you're not bisexual, because that's disgusting. I was like, So what's the difference between being bi and being gay? Like, I don't... Like, why is she so more offended about people being bi than being Because she sees it as, like, you'll just just screw anybody. Like, as a lesbian, I've been, like, compared to bestiality. Like, yes. What? Yes. Like, uh, what's your name? Talk louder? Yeah. Talk a little bit louder. Okay. What's her name's mom compared me to fucking a horse? Which, I mean, it's, like, compliment, but it's, like, it wasn't meant as a compliment. Right. But it was kind of like, what's next? Right. Probably, probably like, dogs, cats. But you've mostly identified as a, you've identified as a lesbian, like, your entire life. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um... I think when I first came out, I identified as myself as bi because being gay is such a complicated, like, if you haven't gone the journey of coming out, I feel like it's such a different experience and something that you have to go through for yourself. Like, I feel like when I was coming out as gay, I didn't understand what real attraction was. Because I I always thought, like I said before, I've only had relationships with men. And so <clears throat> when I decided that I would come to, like, I would date Riley, my attraction towards men changed entirely. Because my attraction towards Riley was real. And the attraction that I had towards the other men were like, save me, save me, save me. I can't be alone right now. Um, so having that, I think dating Riley has really just taken away all my attraction to men entirely. Like I still could look at a guy and be like, oh, you know, that person is attractive, you know, but I wouldn't, I don't feel anything towards them other than like recognizing that they are an attractive person, you know? Yeah. I feel like you were looking for someone to save you, but I feel like I, shown you that you could save your fucking self like you don't need someone to save you yeah but also i think that you went after i'm not trying to like convince you to not be gay no 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 but i feel like you went after not men but boys Mm -hmm. i definitely did go after boys i i mean all the men i dated were just completely fucking irresponsible and immature and like i dated a 25 year old who was not to say that you can't live with roommates when you're 25 
um, or that you couldn't even live with your parents when you're 25. But he actively was, like, he was bankrupt. No plan. No plan. Had no plan for his life. Was falling behind in college. You know, was just wasting his life partying. And I found the partying part attractive because I was a partier myself and I wanted, you know, I always felt the need to be a part of the people who had party abilities and like who had the connections. So I was looking for, I don't want to call myself a gold digger because it wasn't a, a, like I didn't give a shit if they had money. What I gave a shit about is if they could provide me alcohol, weed, and parties. That's what I looked for. And if you could not provide me those things, you were, I knew I wasn't going to marry you, pretty much. Nice. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, during that time, that's how I felt. Why do you say that's not what I mean? I don't care. Okay, okay. Um, so recently I have come out as a lesbian because I no longer have that attraction to guys. And I think that being gay is definitely a spectrum. Um, my friend Carly, shout out to Carly, she told me that she believes that being gay is a spectrum and because your attraction towards people just like you can change over the years i feel like your attraction towards people can change over the years wouldn't you say okay yeah i give you a couple more months couple more months okay um <clears throat> what made you know that you were gay i mean kind of like the same thing like you you said courtney yeah, Courtney. You kiss Courtney and it just feels different. It does feel different. It's like... It feels right. You know? It's like the good kind of wrong, though. Mm-hmm. The good kind of wrong. And I remember thinking that. I was like, damn, this feels so wrong, but so right at the same time. You know? Okay. Next question. What were your parents' reactions like, first reactions when you told them, hey, I like girls. They just kind of ignored it. Really? Yeah. I mean, they just, like, it, it didn't happen. Like, Riley's not gay. Hmm. Riley's just talking. Talk, 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 talk. That's kind of funny because that's how my friend kind of went through it. She, um, I remember she came out to her parents after, like, literally years of being gay. And her parents took her to therapy. To try to convert her back from being gay. Like, did it work? No, she's still a raging lesbian. Well, actually, now she's dating a guy, but. So it worked. I mean. I need to call my She's. <laughs> no, she's still. Like, she's bi. She identifies as bi, but she was a lesbian for a little bit. And she came out to her parents while she was a lesbian. And then she started dating a guy and her parents were so ecstatic like so fucking ecstatic that she had oh my god like it never even happened you know like they just pretended like it never even happened after they took her to therapy and yeah it was just a whole thing but like i said my parents reactions were after i called them my parents reactions um the next couple of months were kind of confused they didn't know how to approach me about the topic, so I ended up approaching my mom about it, and I was just like, hey, by the way, I know I told you that I was bi, but I, I still am bisexual. Like, I, I do like girls. And she 
it was kind of funny because she thought that it was a choice. She is a firm believer that those people who have, who are gay, were not born that way. And it's, and it's a chemical imbalance, which she's entitled to her own opinion. I'm not saying that she's wrong or right. I'm just saying that that's what she said. Um, I just think that it was hard for them to accept that I like girls but now they love you like they love you they really think that you're a positive influence on me they like you as a person my mom has told me so many times like I like you I like Riley so much as a person I just don't like the fact that she's a girl and I mean that's also due to her Christian ten her Christian beliefs like being gay is wrong which to each their own again I just believe that I have a different opinion on it, obviously. Well, I feel like at the end of the day, like, regardless of how, like, your family feels, they're going to stick. They'd stick up for me. Mm-hmm. I know they would. And they'd stick up for you. I mean, my family has stuck up for me in so many ways that I didn't think was possible. I mean, like I've said before, I went crazy for about two years and I put so much pressure on my family. I even missed my sister's wedding because of my inability to get my shit together and they would support me in a fucking heartbeat like they have supported me in a heartbeat they would come to the hospital and but eventually you know they had to cut off connection with me because that was the only way to save me that was the only way to save me from the drugs and the alcohol and the partying so i you know they can have whatever opinion they want from about me and about my relationship, but I, I know that they would kill for me in a heartbeat. Obviously. And they would support you too. Like you said, they would, I mean, my family, my mom was literally when you were going through the apartment complex shit. So she had her apartment complex fucked her out of a like $300 because they had this transfer fee, which doesn't even exist by the way. It's not a real thing. So if your apartment complex is asking you and telling you about a transfer fee, it's not real. With no documentation. With no documentation, no contract that she signed, and yet they required her to give her $300. And then they said, oh, by the way, we're only going to give you $187 back because we had to hold the apartment because it wasn't ready. Which is their fucking fault. Like, how are you going to charge somebody for an apartment that they don't even live in for maintenance that you guys lack obviously the ability to get done i don't understand that you're really heated about it but you're also living in the past and i got my full i got the rest of it well that's true but still i'm just pissed anyway anyways your mom was there taylor was ready to go to war yeah she was it yeah my whole family was ready to go to war for us my mom i called my mom and i was like on the phone with her all day talking about just real estate because my parents own real estate businesses and they're you know they own um, their own houses and everything. And so they, they're knowledgeable about all this. And I called her and I was like explaining the situation. And she was like, do I need to get my lawyer? Like, do we need to get our lawyer for Riley? I was like, girl, heard, slay, period, queen. (laughs) Literally and a half. Literally and a half. Okay. So let's move on to the next question. How did it change your family dynamic by coming out? I mean, 
You what? said you went crazy for two years. I was crazy, like, my entire... I was crazy until a couple years ago. So it's like, my family, I feel like, has always been, like, on tippy toes around me. So it's always it's always been pretty chaotic. Like, nothing changed. It was just another thing... On top of it. On top of it, yeah. My life is like a series of just unfortunate events. Would you consider yourself the black sheep of the family? Yes, I... I actually, like, we wrote, we had to do poetry mm -hmm. in class. I remember one of it was just, it was super dramatic, but it's like, I compared myself to being like a pear on a, on the family's apple tree. Really? Yes. And that's, wow. yeah. I could, I could see how you were the black sheep of the family. You, you're so different from your siblings and you're so different from your mom. And they're also being raised differently than I was. They are being raised differently. I completely agree with that. Um, I think that I am sort of the black sheep of the family. Not anymore, but I was for a while because I did my own thing for so long. And I don't really think that it changed the family dynamic any. I think it actually kind of brought me closer to my, to my family because I was opening up to them about so much stuff that had happened to me and everything that, you know, it just it just brought me closer to my family and it allowed them to you know be a part of my life and be like hey this is what's going on this is what's happening you know we want to be there to support you and help you through it okay so how did it change the relationship between you and your friends oh all my friends know like like elizabeth she introduced me to her mom as hey mom this is riley the lesbian um also at the time i had a friend jocelyn hey this is riley the lesbian like that was my name that was your name yeah hmm. did i mean was elizabeth um did she come out to you before you came out to her she came out to me as by uh i think she, she's pansexual okay i don't know uh but she came out when we like we re, like reunited after those four years okay so like yeah but it's like i knew I know, out through high school. I... This... <laughs> this is kind of funny, actually. So, when I was in high school, like I said, I was super straight. Super straight, had boyfriend after boyfriend. I was a whore. I'll be the first to tell you that. Um, I'll be the first to tell him that. Fuck you! Uh, but, no. <laughs> I... I... Told... No, my friend, she was so nervous because she had figured out that she was a lesbian in high school. And I was like, okay. And Rachel, I don't know if you care if I say your name, but yeah, she came out to me in high school and she didn't tell me until afterwards, but she was fucking freaking out because we've been such close friends for so long and she was so scared that she would lose out on her friendship with me. And I knew that she had been acting weird because we had kind of stopped talking for a while and she was distancing herself from me and she began, you know, like, sorry, if you can hear our cat, our cat Winston is really loud. Here, Sean, Winston. This is Winston. Hi, baby. Okay. So yeah, like I said, she came out to me in high school and when I, when she called, so she called me and told me, and I think I was on a family trip and she starts bawling on the phone. She was just fucking crying. And I 
I pick up the phone and she's like, hey, I have something to tell you. And I was like, okay. And she says, I'm gay. And I was like, hi, gay, I'm Shelby. <laughs> I was like, okay. And, and I just basically told her like, it's okay. Like, we're not, we're fine. Like, we're not going to be not best friends anymore because you're gay. It's going to be different, but it's not going to be, you know, any, I'm not going to hate you for being gay. Surprise, surprise. I come out as a lesbian. Now she's dating a guy and I'm dating a girl. Weird. But yeah, I think the relationship changed a lot between me and my friends. I think that I've grown closer to a lot of my friends because they're also gay and like, it just helped me. They were just waiting on you. They were just waiting on me. Like, I had friends from college even tell me, like, hey, we have, and we had, like, I go over to my friend's Rachel, Rachel house, Rachel's house a lot, um, because she lives where I live, and we went over there one time, and her and her friend Alice just kept telling me that they knew I was gay in high school, but they were just waiting for me to come out, and I was like, how did you know? They're like, girl. You had a lot of flannels. <laughs> I did. I had, I had like three flannels. I always wore, you know, I always presented feminine, but, but I was never, I never, there was always something different about me and the way that I interacted with girls. You manspread like a motherfucker. I manspread like a motherfucker. I sit like a dude. I talk like a dude. I act like a dude. I'm just a dude in girl form. But so, yeah. I think my relationships with my friends have changed a lot, but I think that they've gotten better. Except for one, my very best friend of 12 years. I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to out her. Um, we recently, she's gone off on her own life, and which is totally fine, totally normal. And like we've said in, like I've said in recent podcasts, like friendships will change once you're in real life and not in high school. And I think that um, my relationship with her has changed not only because we've grown as adults, but also because I came out to her. And I don't know if she's still, she told me that she would accept me for whatever I was and whoever I was. But she's been super distant from me. She also recently got engaged. And I don't know. I just feel like she's not wanting to be a part of my life anymore because I'm gay. You know? I wouldn't give yourself that much credit. I feel like she has a lot more going on. Like, she's engaged. I know she's engaged. I just feel like... Like, I've texted her a lot, and I've gotten no replies. And when I do get a reply, it's, like, three days later or, like, a week later. And I told her, like, I want to be a part of your wedding like, not even as a bridesmaid, but I want to be a part of your wedding and help you plan it if you need any help. And I don't know. I just think it's kind of hit a wrong chord for me because I don't want, you know, nobody wants to lose a friend of 12 years. I mean, we were so close when we were younger and we just knew everything about each other. And, but part of me felt like I could never be my full self around her because I'm not a full Christian and I'm not, and I am gay. And I think that that affected my mental health a lot. Um, so it's definitely been just an adjustment period. And 
but I think we'll get through it. I think this summer, I'm moving back to my hometown this summer because college will be over and I'm living with Riley and we'll be closer. So I hope that I can rebuild my friendship with her and like make things better. Okay, let's move on to the next question. How did it change your everyday life to be gay? Like, or like what hardships did you face by being gay? Um, really none. Like, really, like the only thing that I struggle with is like feeling like lesbian, like seeing lesbian or any of that. It, it just feels like it's a bad word. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, like deep down, I feel like like what I'm doing is wrong because it was beat into my head. But also like I've I've gone most of my life like this, so I really don't fucking care. It's kinda like you just you don't think about it. Right. But like would you say that you had any like mental um Yes, that's why I'm so funny is because the shit that I was put through. You are really funny. This girl pops off more things than like I could even tell. She just, she'll sit there and she'll say just the funniest shit. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Where did that come from? I think it's only like, I think it's only funny because I'll say off the wall shit, but I just have like such a dead face. Uh -huh. So it's just like, you don't know if I'm serious. So it's like an uncomfortable laugh. No, it's the way that you, you're funnier than you think you are. I think I'm hilarious. Okay. Thanks. Um, I think for me, how being gay affected my mental health was that I knew I would be ostracized from society. You're going to be the size of an ostrich? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be like that girl off of fucking Willy Wonka. Violet? Violet, yeah. <laughs> the big old fucking blueberry. Um, <laughs> But I, I do think that it affected my mental health. And not in ways that I would have expected. But like, like I said, it, I felt ostracized by people in my community. Not by the LGBT community, but by, you know, I knew that my parents didn't fully accept me or my family. I knew that most of society doesn't accept being gay. And, like... Society doesn't accept anybody. You're right. <laughs> society <laughs> finds one thing fucking wrong with you and they're like, you're disgusting. Go die. Pedophile. You're pedophile. Um, but, yeah, what about that? Like... What about all the laws that are being made to disband um, gay marriage and, you know, like they can do like, I don't understand it. Like you guys can't get married, but it's like, we're still going to be fucking. Yeah, that's, it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. You're not like putting laws again. I feel like that's such a disrespect to human life in general. Like, you want me to respect your, what you want to do with your life and, like, that you can be married to a man, but I can't disgusting. be married. That's fucking gross. Straight people are gross. I'm just kidding. Guy yeah. on girl. Guy yeah. on girl. <clears throat> Vomit. Vomit. But, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I, it didn't really start affecting my mental health until we started going out in public and I started realizing like, oh my God, I literally can't. Don't touch me. Yeah. Like I don't look at me. I can't hold her hand in public. I, I mean, I can, but 
Well, the thing is, is you, like girl girlfriends can get away with that, but the fact that I I feel like the fact that I look the way I do, like I feel like that is kind of like gay. I mean, yeah, if I were to look at a crowd, I could definitely tell that you were gay, but I think that also has a contributing factor. Not not saying that you can't dress however the fuck you want to dress, but I'm a sixteen year old boy. <laughs> Little boy, I'm a cougar. God, I'm a fucking pedophile. Hey, that makes all the rumors true then. Pedophile? Yeah, about yeah. gay people being pedophiles. Why do people associate being gay with being pedophiles? Because they want to take it like the most, like the grossest thing that everybody doesn't like, except pedophiles. Except like, pedophiles. everything that like no one really likes, and they're gonna throw it on this community. So it's just like you thought they were bad before, but check this out. Like my mom, she didn't raise me a lesbian, but I practice it. You know. It's like a religion. Pretty much. Like, I wake up every day lesbian. Mm -hmm. I pray to myself, the lesbian god. Lesbian god. Her name is Patricia. Her name is Riley. I just said it was myself. Her name is Patricia. Patricia's. <laughs> and Even Eve's. Even Eve's. Um, I don't know. Like, I think that, uh, back to what I was saying, my mental health didn't start going down until we started going out in public and like, I couldn't hold her hand. I couldn't kiss her in public. I couldn't hug her in public. I can't even like look at her in public without feeling fucking like somebody's going to hate crime me. And maybe I'm being a little dramatic and I know that I am, but try being fucking gay and holding a girl's hands and going out in public dressed like a lesbian. Like you're, you yourself are dressed like a lesbian and your partner is dressed like a lesbian. And the amount of looks that you get on a daily fucking basis. You could be sitting down and people will turn their heads to look at you. Like that time that we went to the Mexican restaurant. Do you remember that? We've been to a lot of Mexican, like the one in Casey, like most recently. Yeah, most recently. So we went to a restaurant in Kansas City because I go to school up there. And it was just like this. Mexi we love Mexican food. I love Mexican food. She loves Mexican food. So we went to this small little, like, Mexican place. It was real authentic food. And, um... You don't belong here. Yeah, we had <laughs> turned. And I didn't know if it was because we were... There's, like, these two young little, yeah. little skippers coming in. Two little you know, young women. These bitches can't even read the menu. I know. And it was like, like I said, it was a real authentic Mexican place. And I think I pointed to what I wanted. Yeah. Because I mean, when I say authentic, like everything was in Spanish and I don't know Spanish, but their food was bomb. Their food was fucking bomb. Their salsa was bomb. Um, but yeah, it seems like nobody wanted us to be there. And there was, I think it was like a family party or something, but there were other people in the restaurant because they had these two massive tables, um, it, like in big long lines and just people filling them. And like one table had like a bunch of guys and one people had like a bunch of family members and older men and older women. <clears throat> and just, we kept like throughout the entire dinner, we just kept on getting looks and getting looks. And I went, walked to the bathroom and like just people followed me as I walked and I was like what the fuck why why you know and I don't know I just feel like that hits me wrong because it, it makes me feel like I can't be myself in public and I feel like I'm in danger every time I go out be mostly because I'm a woman but mostly because I'm gay it's just hard it's just really hard to be gay in America 
That's why we need more guns to defend ourselves. We do ourselves. need more guns. We need. I need an AK-47. I need one of those. I just want a grenade launcher. I want a fucking tank. <laughs> I'm going to pull up in a fucking tank. <laughs> I want to open the door with the barrel. And you just start chucking grenades at everybody. <laughs> yes, I'll take the chicken chimichanga to go. To go. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you think that being gay puts you in danger? I don't know. I think being in the United States keeps me in danger. I yeah. like I don't walk outside at night and I'm like, oh my gosh, someone's gonna hate me because I'm gay. I'm like, oh my gosh, where's the man at? He's waiting behind a fucking light pole or no, something. No, literally. Like we were talking about the other night how we wanted to go outside and just go for a well, I wanted to go outside and go for a walk. And I literally had to stop myself and remind myself, like, oh my god, I can't go at night. Can't go out at night. I'm a woman. Like, I'm literally a woman. Like, you're not going outside at night. Especially just not to go here. on- here. Not here, no. And she doesn't even live in a bad area. Like, she lives- Yes, I, I live in- All of Wichita is a bad area. All of Wichita is a bad area. But this, for the most part, is not a bad area. And, yeah, it just shocks me that- because of my gender, I can't go outside. It's just insane to me. What I think's insane is that, like, the thoughts, like, the awful, gory thoughts that I have of when I'm walking through a parking lot by myself, mm -hmm. like, I'll see, like, probably, like, the most sweetest man walk by, and in my brain, I'm, like, thinking of all the, like, ways I would absolutely destroy him. Oh, yeah. Anytime I see a man, it could be... See, but that's the thing. Old men use their old like use being old. old man strength old man strength is scary but using but old men use their old men status to disguise themselves so that people you know if i see an old man who's a cripple walking by You're like oh, he's harmless yeah he's harmless and then he turns out to be a fucking human sex trafficker he come out the ass like yeah like how did he stick it in there but <laughs> i could show you oh you want to show me Turn around right now. <laughs> Pulls out fucking... You keep pulling One out second. knives. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's your opinion on lesbians in general? I think they're all connected. It's, here, they're all connected. It's in some... I guess you said in general. Yeah. Um, They suck. They suck? Yeah. Okay. Lesbians, we suck. Lesbians are fucking cheaters and mean people. You see, you throw that as a... Like, you, you can't just say lesbians... Are cheaters. You can't say that. I'm a lesbian. I'm the nicest, sweetest. Thank you. You are. You are the nicest and sweetest. Thanks, Alex. I now know that I'm terrifying to look at. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. You're not terrifying to look at. You just have a deadpan face. You finally admitted it. Like, after all these months, you're like, you don't have dead eyes. My eyes are the deadest. My great, great, great grandma eyes heard more of, alive than this. You've ever heard of resting bitch face? Yeah, I'm a resting bitch a whole person. No, like, you just, just have resting bitch face. That's it. <laughs> you literally have resting bitch face. It's on call always. What was I saying? How you... No, lesbians just suck. You hate butch lesbians. You stop throwing the categories out. I don't just hate butch. I hate all lesbians. Some lesbians I hate more. More specifically, you hate butch lesbians. You can't say that. Why? You can't say that. Why? You can't say that I hate butch lesbians. Why? Because I hate all lesbians. Okay. Whatever. What do you- I mainly hate lesbians that have, like, the 
the initials like SC, so like Shelby Clark. Like I can't, God, I just can't stand. Like they're annoying, they're rude. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. Uh, what do you think of pronouns? I mean, everybody has pronouns. Right. <laughs> but what do you think of like, sorry, not pronouns. <laughs> I meant like, what do you think of like the neo pronouns? The neo pronouns? To me, it's confusing. Like, to me, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on, like, the he. Like, the he, she, you know? Yeah. Just, like, the basic ones. Like, I I worry that I'm going to misgender someone, so I just don't. I just don't say pronouns. Yeah. I just say, hi. Like, I try to be as respectful as possible. Yeah, I want to I want to be respectful of people's pronouns. But where it gets me is when people get offended or overly offended if I misgender them, like, one time. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you identified as a cat. As a Dr. Pepper can. As a Dr. Pepper can. No, I'm just kidding. Like, the pronouns that I think are a little ridiculous to me are, like, the kitty, kitty self. I don't think that people actually call themselves by that. But if they do, like, okay. If they do, stop. <laughs> no, I mean, I think you should be respectful of every person's pronoun, but don't make me call you a weird, gross name, you know? Like, don't make me call, or something stupid, like, don't make me call you Dr. Pepper or something like that. Like, that's not stupid. That's not stupid to you? Oh, my bad, my bad. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the next question. Uh, what is some advice that you would give for people who just came out? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> get, get back in the closet. Get back in the closet right now. Don't do it. If it's a walk-in, get a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be staying there for a while. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the adv advice that I would give is be ready for a rejection. Um. Because no matter how hard you try to escape it, you are going to get rejected by some people. And that's hard. But, you know, obviously, if you can't be yourself around those people, those people don't need to be in your life. You know? I think another thing is that come out on your own time or don't come out at all. You know, you, you, owe, you owe nobody an explanation for who you are and for what you represent yourself as. And you can be whoever the fuck you want to be. I don't care. We don't care. Be whoever the fuck you want to be, you know? And just... But again, you don't have to explain anybody to your... Like, yourself to anybody. Or anything about yourself. Because you owe nobody anything. And... If you decide not to tell your parents... Okay. Like, good for you. I'm glad that you've made that decision for yourself if it's what works for you, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, what about you? Um, I mean, pretty much what you said. I just... Like, it's okay to be gay, but it's not okay if you vape. That is ridiculous. That obnoxious canister. My bad. Um, you just... Like, this goes for everything. You just don't need to care that much yeah at the end of the day you go home to yourself you live with yourself you love yourself you think of yourself when you die it's all the same thing it's you it's just you yeah so who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks like 
why waste your time on something that is so unimportant? Like, a person's opinion, like, the people that we saw at the restaurant, I just thought of them. And that happened, what, a month ago? Um, so in six months, imagine what I'll be thinking then. Like, I'll probably never think of them again. So why are you caring so much about a person's opinion that has no effect on your life? Zero. I think if people are watching, give, give them something to Yeah, to give them something to watch. Kiss a girl. Hump a tree. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Hump a fucking tree. Hump a tree. Unless it's pine. Yeah, that would... Or cedar. Cedar, that's a good one, though. I would hump it. You would hump it? I just like to hump trees, mm. and that's just my... What are the trees that are smooth out aspens aspen trees my dad loves aspen trees hump he doesn't them. hump aspen trees no. <laughs> oh my god he doesn't he don't <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much for watching my first ever video podcast i hope you enjoyed this i know it's a little shorter but um this is kind of a smaller topic um i do want to cover more about mental health next video we'll be talking about adhd and how to cope with living with ADHD and some of my advice and some of the tips that I've used to manage your ADHD while in school. So thank you guys so much for watching. We hope to see you in the next one. Bye.